Hey, Schmazettes, you're listening to Listen. Listen with Patty and Emily. I'm Patty. And I'm Emily. Five, six, seven, eight. Patty and Emily most obsessively talking about all your favorite Broadway shows. Patty and Emily thoughts and comedy from Broadway super fans. From Broadway super fans. We had a busy week. Huh? Not like a biz, not the busiest week we've ever had. Sure, but but like great things. so many cool, awesome, crazy yeah. things happened this week. It was yeah. a great week. Yeah, great week. Well, you guys heard about one of the great things that we did this week. Well, you heard it, in fact. Assuming if you haven't already listened to well, our our I'm interview, I'm just assuming that you have because <laughs> I don't know why you wouldn't listen to our interview with Emily Paget and Aaron Davy. Oh my God, it was the best day. They're so nice. Super nice. It was so cool. I was so nervous. And they were so chill. Yeah. They're such awesome ladies. They, I don't think, knew who we were or vaguely knew who we were from the video we made. Didn't really know what they were getting themselves into. <laughs> I don't think it was the... It certainly wasn't like the most nonsensy of of things we've done. Sure. So that's good. But, you know, anytime someone takes a chance on us, yeah. I'm very grateful mm-hmm. that they were like, sure, right. Right. I'll sit down with you for an hour. Yeah. You fucking crazy person, Emily, <laughs> who saw Sideshow See, 15 but times. But that's the thing. They don't know you're a fucking crazy person. They Thank think we God. like have a legit podcast, which we do, <laughs> but we're also a little cuckoo. Wait, but like my favorite part was when we sat down and they were like, this is so fancy. Look at all this equipment you have. And I was like, I'm so glad you guys think that we are fancy. That's your first impression of me right now because I was assuming that your first impression of me would be that I was the girl that saw Sideshow 15 times Mm -hmm. and you would be like, crazy person right there. Stay Mm -hmm. away. But yes, I'm very fancy. I think if that's what they thought of you, I mean, unless they like were really like, we're just going to do it for the PR, they probably <laughs> wouldn't have done it. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that our podcast interview helped sell. Yeah, you guys better buy sell tickets all the to tickets this because um, you should buy tickets to this because it's going to be well, fucking that's awesome. Also true. I am obviously so excited about this concert. Like, I love Aaron Davy. I love Emily Pageant, and they're going to sing things to me. So what the fuck? And I get to eat French fries at Fifty Four Below. Mm. I love the French fries at Fifty Four Below. They're good French fries and good singing. Mm. Good singing. <laughs> I mean, it's okay. <laughs> I can't wait. I, I I'm so excited to I'm find so out what what they sing. They're going to sing. It sounds like they weren't <sighs> quite sure yet either last week. But oh my god, I hope Aaron sings something from Grey Gardens. Do you think they'll sing anything separately, or do you think it'll no? I definitely. I think they're going to sing things separately. Oh, okay. sounded, I don't know. I would assume so. Hmm. You sing some songs. I sing some songs. We sing some songs together. Hmm. You think there's going to be all duets? I, the way they were talking about it and the fact that... The way they were talking about it made it seem like they hadn't figured out a set list well, that's yet. true. So I hope that um, because they only had a week to put mm-hmm. it together that then they're like, yeah, what do I have in my book? Like, and Aaron Davies like, I have all these great garden songs in my book. I'll sing one of those. <laughs> No, actually, I would want her to sing another winter in she a summer sing town. Moonfall. Oh my god! <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. really want her to just do Grey Gardens. Mm. All of it. All of it. Just the whole show by herself. Great. <laughs> I'd see that. <laughs> that would be interesting. She'd have to be Big Edie and Big Edie and Little <laughs> I and just little really want to see Grey Gardens all the time, every day. And she'd have to be the Marble Fawn. Be weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just waiting for that Great Gardens revival. 
Anyway. Well, what was that? 2006 and it closed in 2008? Um, or did it not run that long? Did not run that long. It only ran for a few months. It was like, it was like in, it was at Playwrights in the fall and it was Broadway in the spring and it closed in the summer, I think. Hmm. I mean, look it up. Yeah. Check, check it back. Yeah. I mean, I know it wasn't a super long run. Maybe it closed, maybe it closed in like August or something like that because I had looked at the dates and been like, no, like I can't beat myself up about not seeing it because I was never, I was like living in Israel while it was happening. It opened in November 2006 and closed in July 2007. Yeah. Okay. So I was like well, living in and Israel and living in Seattle. And it started October 3rd, 2006. So. Yeah. All right. So I was in high school. <laughs> Cops in a time machine. I saw it. I fucking hate you. <laughs> God. Yeah, that was not that long after I moved here. Oh, so jealous. I think I saw it towards the end of the run. Yeah. But I think it it was before she won the Tony. It mm. must have been right before she won the Tony then. Because I remember being like, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Win that thing, yeah. girl. Yeah. Great Gardens, Aaron Davey. <laughs> I mean, obviously we know that I love Aaron Davey right. a lot. And talking to her this yeah. week was like, whoa, mm-hmm. crazy, amazing mm-hmm. dream come true. It was so cool. It was so chill. Yeah. And I was like, huh, I'm sorry, so much. <laughs> and I feel like every single time I have ever talked to an actor that I really love, I always walk away being like, I should have told them that I love them more. Um, because I always feel like they don't know. They don't know how amazing they are, which is like a crazy <laughs> thing to think. <laughs> but I did, I like... I've like walked out and I was like, wait, but I want to talk about Grey Gardens and I want to talk yeah. about like applause. Yeah, I'm excited I want to, to talk hear about all these things. To hear Emily Paget more because I think, based on our conversation and looking at her credits, I've only seen I saw her in Rock of Ages mm. as Waitress One, <laughs> um, but aside from Sideshow, right? You know, I haven't really heard. Yeah, her I'm in excited anything, to hear so. her. I know, I know, I know so much more yeah. Aaron Davy material. Yeah. Right. God, Aaron Davy's a dream. Emily Pageant. Oh, my God. Ladies. Get your tickets. Anyway, adjacent to this uh, uh, interviewing them, I went to the library and I watched ah, The Glorious right. Ones. Aaron Davey. Aaron Davey. Yeah. Um, because I want to watch all the Aaron Davey shows at the library that all are available. All the Aaron Davey shows? I thought you wanted to watch all the... I mean, I do want to watch all Aaron's the Aaron's and, and Flaherty, Flaherty shows. That's, I thought it was part of your Aaron's oh. and Flaherty. Well, it is. I tweeted I tweeted that I was watching The Glorious Ones because I wanted to watch all the Aaron's and Flaherty mm-hmm. shows, which is not a lie. But the truth is, I was definitely watching Aaron Davey. And why couldn't you tweet that? Because I don't want to freak her out. But why would she know? Because she follows me. There you go. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Aaron Davey follows me on Twitter. It's weird. I don't know why she does. It's great. Sometimes she favorites my tweets. I don't know. It makes me nervous. That's all. But she did favor my tweet about watching yeah. The Glorious Ones. Yeah. Um, I need someone that knows The Glorious Ones to, like, call me because literally nobody knows The Glorious mm. Ones. And I want to talk to humans about it. But, like, everyone I talk to is like, oh, yeah, no, okay. I've vaguely heard of that. Right. Yeah. It wasn't even that long ago. I actually could have seen it. Um, I think you were saying, right? It, if you could have seen it, I could have seen it. It was in October 2007 was yeah. when it opened. So yeah. I moved in November and it closed. I think it closed in the It was like, like the same time as, wait, what? Oct- oh, next year. I'm crazy. Never mind. Go ahead. What? <laughs> uh, 
I could have seen it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I had literally just moved. I had been yeah. in New York like right, a month right, right, or right, something right. like that. I had just moved here. Um, but yeah, Aaron's and Flaherty show. Um, it's based on a book. It's about like a, a band of actors who are like living in Italy in the uh, 1600s, I think. Um, something like that. Yeah, and they do like street performance and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. Mark Kudich is like the, their band leader. And I have to say, I have a big bone to pick with it. With not, not necessarily, I mean, I haven't read the source material or whatever, mm-hmm. but like Mark Kudich's character is the main character and he is like, I'm awesome actor and I like found all you guys and created this acting troupe and like I'm the star and blah 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 and everyone's like totally like <laughs> you're awesome dude and then they get invited to go to France to like perform for the royals and they do and the royals are like you Italians are disgusting and vulgar and you'll get the fuck out of France before <laughs> we chop your heads off and he like gets really mad and starts like yelling at the Royals. Actually, wait, one of my favorite parts of the entire show. Mm-hmm. That's not true, but a part that I enjoyed. Okay. Um, was like, so Aaron Davey at the beginning of the show is playing like just like a random member of the acting troupe or whatever. Mm-hmm. In the playbill, it says she plays young boy actor. Nice. Which I thought was fucking hilarious. Um, and like there's this one scene where she just does like the percussion. She's like on this balcony, like mm-hmm. a little above everybody else and like sort of acting it out with them. And like, it's really funny. Um, anyway, but in this scene when the, there's like a voiceover and the King of France is like, I'm going to chop your heads off if you don't get out of here. Yeah. And Mark Kudich like gets all indignant and is like, how dare you? Like we're actors. <laughs> like oh we're God. awesome. Um, and and everyone else is like, oh my god, we got to get out of here. And yeah. Aaron Davy is like, I quit. She like <laughs> screams, I quit, and like runs off stage. And then in the Bronx, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then like you know, obviously a scene later is reintroduced as a different character, the character that she plays for right. the rest of the show, which is why because I was like when I watched it, I was like, that's hilarious that that character just is like, I quit and yeah. runs off stage. And then I was like, ah. It was Aaron Davey. It was Aaron. Well, I knew it was Aaron Davey, but I was like, oh, the reason why is because she has to go change her clothes. Um, I love, I love weird little theater things like that. We were like, why is that light? Why is that line like that? Or why is that costume like that? Then you're like, oh, because to facilitate this other thing that's happening. Right. Anyway. But then, so then Aaron Davey's character is this woman, Isabella, that one of the other actors, he like meets her and she's a noble woman and she like writes poetry and mm-hmm. plays and like writes things. And her parents are like, you're a noble lady. You should just like shut up and get married right. and not like, it's embarrassing that you are like writing things. And she's like, fuck off parents. I'm joining this traveling band of actors. And she does. And she's like, also, I love this dude. And then they're <laughs> like, they made like, sh- you know, sidewalk performing, super popular. Mm-hmm. And there's all these other competing groups or whatever. So then her boyfriend is like, listen, Isabella wrote a play and like, we should do a play because nobody else is doing scripted stuff. Everybody's doing this like improv. Like, here's the other thing actually, is that Mark Kudish's character was like, we do improv, 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 but it's not real. Like they don't have a script really, but they have like their set skits that always happen the same way. So like one of their routine skits they do is where he's like the hero and, um, this other, uh, woman in the troupe is like the love interest. Mm -hmm. And then she like gets a spell cast on her and goes crazy and starts acting (laughs) like a chicken. And then they're like, to get rid of this, 
you know, spell. We have to like do all these things or whatever. And then like they can't break the curse. So then he is like, if I can't have her, like I have to die. And he stamps himself and does this like hilarious, like drawn out death scene. Um, And then she's like, wait, I'm not crazy anymore. And then she's like, oh no, you're dead. And then he's like, wait, I, he like pulls the knife out of, and he's like, I'm not dead. Like I brought the wrong dagger today. And it's like a rubber dagger. So it was like, and there was like a lot of fart jokes and stuff. Well, I mean, that's, pretty indicative of the time period sure exactly but like so he made a big deal about being like improv 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 so when they were like scripted and he was like how dare you but then everyone else is like listen we should really do this like we should try doing wait who's her boyfriend one of the other dudes in the troop I thought it was Mark Kudish. No, 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 no. Gotcha. Mark Kudish is dating like the other woman that's okay. in the troop. I don't know any other names because they're like Italian names I can't pronounce. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> um, but so then everyone else is like, we should do this play because we should. And Mark Kudish is like, oh, fine. So they put, they like get this all together. They, you know, divvy up all the parts and all this shit and they get ready to perform it. And like 30 seconds into the performance, Mark Kudich goes crazy is like, I want to be the center of attention. Oh, Oh, the other layer of this is that his girlfriend, the other woman mm-hmm. that's, or one of the other women that's in the troupe, when they brought Isabella on and they were like, she's this hot young thing. And his girlfriend was like, bitch like i'm gonna watch out for her but like i don't need to worry because our love is strong and then he's like i love you um but like tomorrow when we perform she's gonna play my love interest that like thinks she's a chicken in the scene instead of you you're gonna play the maid and she's like she was like are you fucking kidding me like you're telling me that i'm too old to play the love interest and like you want the young girl to play the love interest anymore but you're still gonna play the romantic lead even though you're old you fucking asshole she calls him out on his shit it's great and then then they're also like when they're casting for the scripted play he's like i'm gonna play the romantic lead and they're like no you're not you're gonna play the old man and Mm -hmm, he like gets mm -hmm. all pouty and upset and they're like well and she is like if i can't play the the lover you can't play the lover gender equality Mm -hmm. it's great Mm -hmm. then they start to do this performance and he like freaks the fuck out and goes into that old skit where he played the lover and the girlfriend and like everyone is like oh shit fuck what do we do i don't know whatever fuck it let's just do the skit that we always do so he like fucks everything everybody starts just like doing the old skit routine like the Mm -hmm. old way they used to do it and then he's like ah if i can't have you i have to kill myself and he stabs himself and he does his death blah blah blah. and then she's like no 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 wait i'm not crazy come back to life wait i wait come back wait 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 shit (laughs) y'all blood he's dead and he's like legit dead legit stabbed himself and died on stage and then everybody gets really sad and is like oh no he's dead we loved him he was like awesome and like founded our troop and like took care of us and like did all this cool stuff and then like the rest of the show is them being like wow what an awesome dude he was and i'm like hold up isabella this kick-ass lady that fucking defied her parents and all the mm. social conventions and was like, I'm going to write a fucking play. And then I'm going to leave my nobility and become a fucking street actor. And I want to like pursue my dreams. And then her dreams are literally crushed mm. because of this egomaniac asshole who's like, I want to play the romantic lead even though I'm an old man. And then he's the goddamn hero. Mm. Mm. It made me very angry. Mm. <sighs> hmm. Um, I'm looking at the Wikipedia page. Novel by Francine Prose. Lynn wrote the book. I know. 
But also, yeah, I mean, like, I would assume that, you know, whatever, the ending is the ending because the ending yeah. is what the book was. But for what it is and what that plot line oh. is, it is like a very feminist story. The woman, yeah, the woman who wrote The Glorious Ones wrote Blue Angel. Do you know that book? No. I, I read it a while ago, but it's another sort of, um, it says, a satire about sexual harassment on college campuses. Oh. It might have it. Anyway. Um, but my new favorite lyric, the song that introduces everyone to Isabella, she sings the song called She... She rules the world she writes. Mm. And it has some really gorgeous lyrics. Mm. And it's like awesome that she's like, I created, like I created the world I wanted to live in inside yeah. my mind, inside my dreams. It's really beautiful. And Aaron mm. Davies awesome. Great. Everybody go to the library and watch it. <laughs> and get the cast recording. Yeah. Cast recording. Mm-hmm. You can listen to Aaron Davies sing about female empowerment. Yeah. It's wonderful. So I want to rewrite that ending. <laughs> oh, it made me so angry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Wait. The thing about improv that was yeah. pissing me off about Mark Kudish's right. character. Because he was like, oh, we improvise. We're not doing scripted stuff. But like one of the times when they were performing, well, right, the performance of like their skit that they did when he was like, Aaron Davey is going to be, Isabella right. is going to be the young maiden or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you're going to, you're going to be like the secondary this character maid. or whatever. Yeah. And then like... At the end, her Aaron uh, Isabella's character's, you know, her boyfriend, who was also an actor, yeah, like they like changed the ending and had him be like, "No, not that old man is your lover. I'm your lover." Yeah. And they were like, "Yay!" And they like improvised a bunch of stuff, and the audience like ate it up. And afterwards, he was like, "What the fuck's wrong with you? Why'd you change the story? That's not what the story <laughs> is." And they were like, "We were improvising. That's your whole shtick, right? Improvising, like so we improvise and everything." And he's like, "That shit doesn't fly." And they were like, "Oh, the audience loved it, and all we ever do is please the audience because that's what this is all about." Mm. Um, Mark Kudich his character was an egomaniac asshole no he was a great actor no. and a great man no <laughs> well i didn't see it but it's definitely like see it i'm actually surprised that it doesn't get done more like maybe it does and i just don't know about it like done in like you don't know colleges or something because it's also like it's an actor's show you right know? because it's like we're actors right. and we're gonna sing so about how much we that. love being actors yep. and like the yeah, audience yeah. we love you yeah. and like shit like that so yeah that's but it was funny. great. It was fantastic. Aaron Simflaherty and Aaron Davey for is off center. We'll do it sometime. Oh, well, not for a while. Right. I mean, it wasn't that long ago. That's true. Anyway, almost ten years. Two thousand seven. So it's two thousand fifteen. So I don't know. In two years, they could do it. Okay. <laughs> if they can do Ragtime '09. Oh God. Well, another show about a kick-ass lady we saw was Horseplay. Oh. Or oh, the oh, Fickle oh. Mistress. Molly. Fucking Pope. Molly Pope. Because listen, I've never, neither of us have ever seen anything at La Mama because, no. you know, it's not really our scene. Right. Um, it's downtown. This is a downtown experimental theater, <laughs> which is not necessarily the what we... The word experimental. Scares us. It shouldn't necessarily, right. but you're just like, oh, it's exhausting just <laughs> well, hearing Well, I think a lot word. of the times when I've seen shows that w- would describe themselves as experimental, I don't get what's happening. Right. I'm confused and I'm not entertained because I don't know what's happening. Right. I don't know. I'm not, uh, not hip to the, <laughs> to the metaphors. Yeah. I hate poetry too because I don't yeah. understand metaphors. Mm. Um, or they're, it's confusing to me. Anyway, but Molly Pope, fuck yes. Yes. It was great. The show was about um, an actress... Um, from the late 1800s named Ada Menken. She had a million names, actually. 
Um, and she's fascinating. Kick-ass lady feminist. Kick-ass I, lady. I, you know what I was really struck by in this show? I thought it was really fucking good. Yeah. I thought it was awesome. I thought they were able to cover so much ground. Yeah. And it was com- really entertaining. It was never boring. Mm-hmm. It was never tedious. We got, you know, there was so much to get through and it was really fucking funny. Yeah. It was really like Mm self-aware and like knew what it was doing and the way they utilized like the space and the props and and like the low budget. To be similar to the style of the shows that she would perform in. Right. Which I really loved. Yes. And I spent the whole show being like, man, if only we could get rid of slut shaming. Mm. Everything would be different. Mm. Because so much in, of her life was like her downfall was that people were like, women can't have enjoy sex. Yeah. How dare you? Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's my quest. And like, oh, babies before marriage. Oh, you are married how many times? Right. You're, you, you must be a whore. Yeah. No, she's just a lady that likes sex. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. And she was a bisexual. Mm-hmm. You go, girl. She died at age 33. Shut the fuck up. What? Yeah, she was 33. Oh my God. The age of Jesus Christ. Whoa. That's interesting. I, I guess, wow. I thought that she would have been older based on the timeline that we were given in I the mean, story. I mean, definitely I knew she show. died young. A, because I had looked her up briefly oh, before the show. Um, because the description of it, I was like, who's this bitch? Right. <laughs> you know, this, this show sounds interesting. She had a lifetime of life experience in those 33 years. Listen, the bad thing for you guys is that the show closed today, so you can't see it. Right. But, <laughs> um, look up this woman, Ada Isaacs. Yeah. Ada Isaacs Mankin is one of her names. I don't know. Probably mm-hmm. if you Wikipedia, any of those names, you'll find her. But, um, also, if you if Molly Pope's doing anything, go see it. Um, if Molly Pope is ever performing, definitely get a ticket and go see her because Molly Pope is fucking incredible. And like, I don't know how often shows like this would be licensed, or if they are. Probably not. But like, I don't know what you were saying about an actor show, mm. colleges, actors doing. This actors. is a great this show. Is like, uh, it would have to be an acting college because it, it is like. It's a risque material. Sure. And I guess it depends on how you stage it. Totally. How risque you want to be with it. But like this would be a great show. So much to play with. Sort of a traveling actor's true feel to it that sometimes we don't like. Most of the time we hate it. But I have to I enjoyed the glorious ones and I enjoyed this a lot. It worked really well here. It was, the whole ensemble was fucking oh my God. awesome. Every amazing. single one of those people, they played like 200 different characters. Like everybody was so fucking funny. Oh my God. Walt Whitman's just walk. Oh, he was just like walk, He was walk, like walk, 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 walk. What girl? What? It was fucking <laughs> hilarious. It was yeah. great. Yeah. And Molly Pope. Molly Pope. Molly Pope. Wait, she sang. She sang in the show. Yes. I wonder if people who went to see that show... Who didn't who know who Molly Pope didn't was? Didn't know who know Molly Pope was. The truth of Molly Pope's voice. And then it wasn't a lot of singing, uh, but it, it did give you a nice taste of what like, her voice oh, hey, is. That and girl what it has a nice like. voice. But if you like went to a Molly Pope concert, like your brain would explode. And also just the kind, you know, we've talked about this before. Her voice in mm. in this show mm. works, right? Because she got that old timey. She got that old time, and this is pre old timey. This is right. like. Again, it's like pre-Civil War, during the Civil War. Oh, my God. It's my like, right, what favorite. I, what I was thinking here, there was a funny line in the scene where 
She was like, I can do it. Make me a star. And he's like, her eight, she's trying to convince this guy. Yes, oh my God, that was literally the the (laughs) line I was going to talk about when he was like, like, there's nobody else. You're the only one. It's the 1850s. Nobody else is acting. But you know who was acting? (laughs) Who? John Wilkes Booth. Uh oh. I was like, I mean, when I put that together, um, I had her later in my head. Because again, before I saw the show, I had only, I had like briefly looked her up. And until he actually named a year, I had it a little later in my head. Uh. Um, I was thinking more turn of the century. Uh, and then he said that and I was like, oh, it's like John Wilkes I Booth. I wonder maybe her and John Wilkes Booth did a show. Right? They might have. I don't have, know. You Isn't know, that crazy? Know. She probably told people or, that she did um, shows with him, even if she didn't. Oh, I'm sure she did. <laughs> Booth. What was his? Edwin Booth. Right. Right. The Booth Theater right. is named after. <gasps> yeah. Freaky. Weird. Crazy. Isn't that weird? That is weird. Yeah. She probably did do or like knew him the way, you know, right. you're like, oh, anybody hey. in the scene like knows each other. <laughs> oh, that's so crazy. Weird. I know. But this woman was amazing and just, you know, was the original Madonna continuously reinventing mm. herself. Like, that's a ridiculous thing to say. But like, literally. Was, but no, yeah. There's no, nobody knows what the tr- her truth was, which right. is kind of what the end of the show boiled down to. And does mm-hmm. it really matter? Like the that's a- what I, lo- well, I loved. I loved the end because I thought it was so, it was so great that at the end they were like, she told all these tall tales and nobody like the guy, her, you know, old manager or whatever, who's like talking to her on her deathbed. It is like, I never got to know you. Like, I don't know you. Nobody knows you. You're mm-hmm. so fake. Not like he's super accusatory, but he's like, nobody knows who you are truly. Yeah. And I feel like the end was like, you do know who she is. Yeah. You know exactly who she is. This is who she is. Right. Like, don't, pretend you know what it kind of made me kind of makes me think of like um big fish where he's like i never knew my dad yeah and like i want to know the real dad it's like no you did that is your real dad like this the guy that's making up stories about like the war and all that that's him that's who he is really and this is who she was really yeah i loved it i loved it i thought it was such a beautiful play it was really great don't be scared by experimental. Yeah, don't be scared of La Mama. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> uh, you'll go see an amazing show. Amazing, incredible yeah. show. Yeah. Hell yeah. It's great. I want more. I want to know more about her. Me but, too. Like, you can't, I guess. She doesn't have like a biography or anything. She might. I mean, I'm sure there's stuff out there, but it's also it. just going to be like, here's all the other crazy things she said. <laughs> right. You want to know her truth, don't you? That's what you're saying. You I'm fascinated know her truth. by, I guess, just the very. Well, I don't know. She's born in New Orleans, I guess. That's, I think they do know that. But Um, I think any people of like, like our lives are so recorded now and the way we use the internet, like everything you do is so recorded. But like I'm reading the, you know, the biography of Daisy and Violet Hilton. Yeah. And in that too, there's a lot of like, we're pretty sure about this. Right. But like Daisy and Violet published a memoir while they were still living as well that was like, like all bullshit like all that now like with the research then like the court documents they can look up now they were like okay so like in their memoir they said that like you know their father was like this person and that's like definitely not true and like here's some like actually the case of like who their father is like a whole chapter in the book trying to figure out and piece together like the likelihood of like who their father might have been like mama mia Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like it's interesting that, I don't know, I don't know, stop trying to find the truth. 
what people are showing you is the truth. But I think that's who she is. And that is, is important. But from a historical perspective, mm. if you like know the person, I a thousand percent agree with that, but just tracing the person right, right, right. and psychologically why that person did that. Maybe you could figure that out based on where they were, where they moved to. Mm. I mean, I understand that end of it too. I think she was like us. She was like a Scarlett O'Hara. You know, yeah. She was like, "I'll never go hungry again." <laughs> As God is my witness. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, if you ever, if you've anything, if Molly Pope is ever doing something yes. and you can see it, fucking go. Yeah. Because Molly Pope is awesome. Yep. God, I hate myself for not seeing Found. What the fuck is wrong with me? God, so many shows about kick-ass ladies we saw this week. <gasps> today we saw. Oh, today. Starring the glorious one. <laughs> Kate Baldwin, John and Jen. Oh, Kate fucking Baldwin. Oh my God. It was my second viewing and I need to see it like 10 more Mm. times. It's really good. And also because I like the first time I saw it, I had not, I had not listened to the cast recording. Mm -hmm. I know. Shocking. Carolee Carmelo. Well, you're saving it. We've discussed. Saved it. Um, so then after I saw it with Kate, I was like, now I can go and listen to it. And I was like, oh my God, it's so beautiful. Carolee Carmelo, like, <laughs> like baby Carolee Carmelo oh my God, singing. I would love to have seen her in oh, It's at the library. I was going to say, did they I'm record gonna go it? Watch you, I was going to say, when are you going to go see it? Maybe this you make week. make your appointment yet? <laughs> I might go on Wednesday. <laughs> um, yeah. But then now, I mean, I urgently need a cast recording with Kate Baldwin. Yeah. Um, but I just, holy shit. Holy shit. Yeah. Holy shit. A, yeah. the show. It's a great the show. The show is beautiful. It's just, huh, I want all the ladies to do this show now because yeah. it's a fucking great part for a lady. And you get to be on stage all the time mm-hmm. and you get to sing things to me a lot. <laughs> and you get Kate Balding got to sing lots of pretty things. Oh, gorgeous. I don't have lots of good articulate words right now. It's difficult. But, uh, she takes them all away from she us. She did. She took away all my all my good words because all I can think about is her mix. Mm. Yeah. And her crying and her, her pretty crying, hair. Her real pretty hair. Her real pretty hair. <laughs> she was so fucking real. So real and so good. And like, I know when we talked to her about the show, she was talking about her brother and she has a son. Mm. So like not saying you need any of that, but it's certainly at least for her performance, her personal experience can add to that. And I was just, when she was, I have nephews and nieces and, you know, when she's in the second act, when she's singing to, Mm. to or about her son, and you're just like, God, like, you just try not to fuck up your kids the way you were mm-hmm. fucked up. And sometimes it doesn't work, mm-hmm. you know? And then you got to go back and be like, what did I do? How can we go on from here? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I feel like some, like today, I, the first time I saw the show, I cried and I didn't cry today. Mm. I did cry actually when I was laughing so hard at one point. <laughs> Kate Palmer did something. Oh, in the baseball. In the baseball number. number. We all laughed oh, so much. Man. She was so fucking funny. She's so funny. I started so crying. much great slow mo work. So much. Kate Palmer's great at slow mo work. We know She's this from Big Fish. It. She's really good. I hope at it's it. on her special skills. It should be slow motion yeah. acting, slow yeah. motion choreography. Yep. Um, but I was like, like I was thinking about it. I was like, why didn't I? Cry? You know, I didn't. It didn't, yeah. it didn't hit me today. Like mm. I was just so all Kate Baldwin today. I yeah. was just like, sing to me. Mm. Um, and I think lot. I think sometimes I do. Like I don't connect to the story because I'm like, you're just holy shit, your fucking voice. Ah. 
And then mm. I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> not like I'm not aware, you know, right. I'm not following the storyline right. or anything, but I'm like so focused on like, mm. oh my God, that note you are singing. Oh, your dead brother. <laughs> you know, like in an awful like yeah yeah sometimes that happens Ugh. i can't help it and then i'm like i'm not crying everyone else is crying i feel bad there was like, a lot it's of not like i'm in i'm not theater. like not emotionally impacted yeah. by this but i'm like really overwhelmed by the power of your voice right now that happened to me today uh-huh. today i was overpowered by the beauty of kate baldwin's mix and mm. i couldn't emotionally connect to the story interesting it changes from mm. day to day. I was there with her. <laughs> yeah. She makes me cry. Okay, mm. Baldwin, stop making us cry in shows. She's such a great actress. She's a really great actress. She's I mean, those real tears on stage. I know like a lot of them. And Not like, just like, like, you know, when somebody gives you real tear realness right. and you're like, you did it. You got that oh, one yeah. tear out so and we like, could see it and we could see that your character was supposed to be crying in the scene. Thank you. And then you have times when Kate Baldwin's got tears streaming down her oh, face. Yeah. And the way you have to, I was it her who said, um, you have to decide if oh, you're yeah, that cry was or Kate. sing. Yeah. Cause she um, was like only the only person who can sing and cry at the same time is Bernadette Peters, <laughs> which is not true because Kate, Kate Baldwin, Baldwin can, can sing That's what and I was cry at the same say. time. And like she, I get what she's saying. Um, Cause she did have like at the end of songs, but it was just like a phrase or two where she allowed her voice to break just mm-hmm, a little mm-hmm, bit. Mm-hmm, it wasn't mm-hmm. like I'm not holding it together, right? but it was enough to, to where y- you felt it right. too, you know? Yeah. And it wasn't just like tears, but beautiful voice. Yes. It was like tears and, and emotive voice, mm-hmm. you know? Kate Baldwin can do it all. Oh, Kate Baldwin. She's the dream. I'm so excited to see her in Bell's Arena this summer. <gasps> so excited I'm, too. I she just, won't make us cry except from delight. Yes, and she's gonna <laughs> well, she's gonna make me cry when she sings I'm well, Going Back. Yeah. Yeah. Because that is one I of my say she's favorite Carolee Carmelo cry. songs. Mm. Oh. It's great. I'm going back. <gasps> Where I can be me. Yeah, it's so good. I'm so fucking excited. Bells it are can't ringing. come soon enough. June. June. Yeah. I should be, I'll start a countdown clock on my phone. Do it. But we should also, I guess, talk about Connor Ryan. I guess. <laughs> he was fantastic. He's fucking great. Holy He's, shit. Where'd he come from? Uh, Everyone college, knows, uh, yeah, fresh off exactly. the boat. Fresh off the boat. <laughs> fresh off the musical theater. <laughs> this showboat. <gasps> Fresh off the showboat. Fresh um, off the bachelors and musical yeah. theater. That's what I was trying yeah. to say earlier. <laughs> anyway, um, he's fantastic. He was great. God, he's so got great funny. facial expressions. Oh my God, you know who he would be great at? Who? He, um, he should be in the Book of Mormon. Yeah, right? absolutely. Play Elder Price. <gasps> oh my God. When he was like making all those funny faces, yeah. I was like, you should be he in the would be that show. great as Elder Price. Right? Yes. He's very funny. He's goofy. Oh my God. He did a, a more great slow motion work. He did a, like oh. a slow motion bass slide in the That's baseball great. number. Very, it was impressive. Very impressive. He went up on his toes like Michael Jackson, clearly a dancer. Yeah. Really. And a great voice. Great voice. Great timing, really good connection with Kate, yeah. especially playing her brother and then her son when they both have like complicated relationships with her for different reasons. Right. Yeah. 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 He's a fantastic actor. Welcome to the world. Welcome. 
Really great. Yeah. Go see John and Jen. Yes, go see it. It's at the theater row through March 22nd. So get there. Get the fuck there. <laughs> no, but seriously, like get the fuck there. Because I honestly, you know what I was thinking during today's performance when I was just what? in awe of Kate Baldwin yeah. all the time? Yeah. I was like... In the future, mm-hmm. when Kate Baldwin has 20 Tonys mm-hmm. and is like the biggest fucking Broadway star you've ever heard of, uh-huh. there will be a subsect group of Kate Baldwin fans who are like, I saw John and Jen. Yeah. And then there will be all the other fans that didn't see John and Jen. All and right, the true hipster. Right. I'm just, <laughs> listen, you know that I like hate that. Yeah. But like... This is one of those performances that, like, you either saw it or you didn't. And if you're a Kate Baldwin fan, get your ass to that theater. If you don't live in New York, I'm sorry, you'll live. You will live. It's not the end of the world. Like, it's not not going to ruin your life. If you live in New York City and you don't go see it, it definitely will ruin your life. (laughs) But, like, (laughs) like, just fucking go see it. Don't be like, oh, yeah, trying to see that. Like, go fucking see it. What about the Kate Baldwin fans who also went to Connecticut to see her and I do, I do? I, all I'm saying is that we're the best <laughs> Kate Baldwin fans in the world. We're the most important Kate Baldwin fans. We're the best. We're the best at being Kate Baldwin fans. We see everything she does. We worship her and we don't stalk her. True. So we're great fans. Yes. <laughs> we only gave her one baby gift. That's true. But she liked it. But she liked it. <laughs> She sent us a video proof that our baby gift was used. Yes. Guys, we gave Kate Baldwin baby tap shoes for her baby. Yeah. And then like three years later, they, sent us we a got them the sm- We got the smallest size the for smallest the baby. smallest size they sold. But they were like, they're like, they were for, like for toddlers. Yeah. Yeah. And then like three years later, she sent us a video of her toddler and wearing the, baby they, tap shoes. Baby can't wear the tap shoes anymore. Right. And then he, then like he immediately month. grew out of them. <laughs> But anyway, go see Kate Baldwin and Connor Ryan. Go see John and Jen. Yes. It's fucking incredible. Yes. It will change your life. Absolutely. And then tweet somebody every day asking for a cast recording. I don't know. Oh, Keen, yeah. Keen, tweet the Keen she company. She said maybe it was going to happen and we didn't get confirmation. There's a new song. We need to preserve it. We need it to preserve the new time. song. We really need to preserve Kate Baldwin's mix. And in the meantime, go it buy yourself the, the original off-Broadway cast recording yeah. with Carolee goddamn Carmelo so, and James Ludwig. So yeah. It's fucking great. Do it. What's wrong with you? <sighs> Those are the shows we saw this week. Those are the things. So now news and stuff. News and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's our new segment. Food and stuff. News and stuff. News and What's stuff. food and stuff? What's that from? It's a grocery store. Oh, is it a real grocery store? No, I think it's in, um, I think that's Parks and Rec. Oh, okay. I went down to the food yeah, and stuff. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, uh, oh, right. We have two crazy Finding Neverland <laughs> news stories to discuss this week. Every week, a new Finding Neverland story to discuss. It's the gift that keeps on giving mm. until it closes. Mm. Which... I don't know. Harvey's doing his best hey, to make sure see. that never I happens. I can't fucking wait He's to like, find out what happened. It's the new Phantom. Nothing's the new Phantom. No. Um, old Phantom's not like Phantom itself isn't even Phantom anymore. It's like a melodramatic shell of itself. <laughs> there. Don't panic because we skimmed this article originally. Oh. There will be a full cast recording of Finding Neverland, uh, but there also will be what is being called a concept album, which doesn't make any sense. Listen, I got really fucking terrified when I saw this because I 
saw the headline. I freaked the fuck out. And I was like, oh my God, if there is not a cast recording, but they make some janky ass Aida like concept album, I will shit a brick and kill someone. Yeah. Um, and then I didn't realize that two paragraphs later in the article I was reading, it said that there was a cast recording. Cause I was yeah. just filled with rage. Um, <laughs> but there is going to be a cast recording. There's just also going to be, con- it's just the thing that's strange about it is not that they're doing a concept album, but that they're doing a concept album while the show is happening because That's normally concept albums are like album oh is. hey we're like thinking about doing this show here's some of the music sung by the spice girls right. it's just a concept right there's it's not there's a it's show right, now right, right. You, we, there's the, uh, it doesn't make any this sense this doesn't make any sense god damn it harvey you don't know how this business works and it's like thinking about what we heard mm-hmm. i cannot imagine this doesn't mean it won't i mean whatever that doesn't mean it might not be good i'm reserving judgment to actually hear it but i can't hear those songs they're pretty straight musical theater songs Mm. like done it's like when they i don't know when they made a um don't cry for me argentina a dance track Mm. by just like remixing it Mm. in my head that's what's happening and that's Mm. probably not true or like how on every... Have you listened to that Aida concept <clears throat> album? No. Because it is fucking bonkers. <laughs> it is nonsense. If you know Aida and then you listen to that concept album, you're mm-hmm. like, what? Because <laughs> it's just like like the Spice Girls sing my strongest suit. That's weird. I don't even think I knew that existed. Okay. So on the Aida concept album, Another Pyramid is sung by, sung by Sting. Okay. Easy as Life is sung by like Tina Turner. Not Me is mm-hmm. sung by Boys to Men. Shania Twain, M. Neris's Letter. Lenny Kravitz sings like Father Like Son. What? Lenny Kravitz? James Taylor sings How I Know You. Ew, a lot I of these in James here, a lot Taylor. of the other songs are sung by like um, Elm John and like Heather Headley. Um, but uh, yeah, let's just take a little gander into this. Um, so that's crazy. Weird. Right? Yeah. Um, it also I, wait, think, so though, I hope that the Finding Neverland uh, concept album is, is as fucking as, yeah, weird right? as the Aida right. concept album. Or I album. guess if it's like, how, I don't know how, but like really amazing. I feel <laughs> like it's hit, it, it's going to be either or like the Disney pop versions of the songs mm. that's like the big song in the Disney movie, like mm. Reflection, thumbs up, Christina Aguilera, and also the movie version, mm. but like Thumbs down, Demi Lovato, and the um, I don't know Let what it you're go. referencing anymore. She did the like pop version of Let It Go is oh. terrible. Well, I mean, you don't need any other versions of that song. Well, that's what you. I mean, but you know, I would probably think that too. Oh my god, I, unless Carolee Carmelo sang it. Uh, well, sorry, <laughs> that's okay. Oh I mean, shit, she should sing that song. I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> Let it go. 
Yeah. Can oh. you imagine Carolee Carmelo saying yeah, let it go? Amazing. Holy fuck. <clears throat> I don't know. That's what it makes me think of where it's going to take this style of song that doesn't suit itself to pop and mm. then try to like shoehorn it in yeah, there. Yeah. And pop music is so different sounding now that I don't even, I don't even know. I don't even well, know. I can't wait to what hear it. What is Rita Ora going to sound like? <laughs> I don't really, aside from that she was just on the Oscars and I've heard of her, mm. I don't think I've ever heard any of her songs or me definitely know anything. When's this being released? Does it say? I don't know. I also saw this. I don't think it's called a concept album. They were going to do a concept album that I don't ever think got released. Um, I'm looking at this article from 2014. This new, uh, the the story that just came out calls it a compilation. Oh. Why would you have a compilation album and a cast recording? Because Like, Harvey's what's on the compilation crazy. album that's not on the cast recording? Like, Nothing. are they, like, cut songs? Like, probably not. Is it just maybe, different people? Is it, like, him thinking, like, oh, people will download this 99-cent song because yeah. this person sang yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely. Girl, that doesn't work. Absolutely, that's what he's thinking. Like, that... Okay. That's what I'm saying. It's like the the pop version of the song that already exists in the Disney movie. That doesn't make any sense. It's nonsense! I mean, can it... You know, what is it? Keep calm, carry on. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so fucking weird. What was the other tidbit about Finding Neverland? Oh, well, the other tidbit is um, Brian Cranston. <laughs> I forgot. What? He's throwing his hat into the producing ring. That is... You'd think he would want to start out with something... More like the people of Godspell, like low, you know. Brian Cranston. I wonder how much money he put in. Does it probably say? not much? I think. I think he's doing it for the name. I th- who Brian Cranston? Not Brian. I think Harvey was like right. Brian That's Cranston. Can I say. give me five dollars yep. and I'll say that yep. you're an investor? Yep. <laughs> okay. okay. But he was like so moved by some sort of presentation. He sure. Saw, I which, bet he didn't see unless it. Unless it was the last twenty minutes of that show. Well, I guess I'm like, okay, here's the thing that well, I don't understand true. about Harvey. Yeah. Like, I get no publicity or all publicity is good publicity, right? Like, you just want there to be shit on every message board and yeah. every, you know, you want to be in the news every single day. I get that. And I understand, like, the publicity ploy of being like, let's get a name that we'll get in the papers to invest. Maybe I'm just, like, white man fatigue, but, like, is Brian Cranston really the name? Is Brian Cranston the name right now that gets people to go to peek their ears up? It's a, it's a strange... It's a strange pairing. I feel like people were plenty excited to go see Brian Cranston in a show, but I don't think there's... Like, I would... I would you know, eat my fucking hat if someone was like, I decided to see Finding Neverland because I heard about it because Brian Cranston is a producer. I mean, I trust his thoughts about theater. Sure. Like, that's why it seems like nonsense because I don't think that there are people out there who are going to buy tickets to Finding Neverland because of Brian Cranston being a producer. Well, and who would that person be? I would like to meet them if they exist. Well, not who would like hear that Brian Cranston invested, but... Who would could invest in a show mm. that 
besides Oprah, maybe right, sure. that would like make people go, oh. That well, that's person. what I, the other thing that came to mind is that I'm like Bette Midler producing uh, yeah. Priscilla because that you were like Bette fucking Midler, and well, then and that's you tricked brand. some people. It's well, definitely yeah. on brand, but then you were able to trick people because you were like Bette Midler, and people were like Bette Midler's in this show. I'll no, buy tickets she's to it. Not in the show, and, but like you know, you got yeah. butts and seats. Um, I don't think people are going to go to Finding Neverland thinking that they're seeing Brian. Like Brian Cranston's not going to be like Brian Cranston produces Finding Neverland. Yeah. Listen, I'm so fucking excited to see Finding Neverland. Oh, yeah. And like, it's just, there's so much nonsense to make fun of. It's true. And the thing is, it's not like when we saw it in Boston, we didn't like it. Right. It just needs Needed a lot work. of work. Which and is why just, I like seeing things right. when they're out Absolutely. of town and in previews. Absolutely. Because I and like seeing the process. Because of, only because of Harvey's attitude um, am I like, I feel like they didn't do any work to it. Right. Except bigger sets, because that's what he promised. He promised us. us bigger sets. But like just because the whole thing with Michael Riedel, where he was like, pull the audience. Right. So I feel like he's like, he's it's like, good, it's, you guys. Yeah, it's great. I agree. Yeah. Done. Yeah, I'm worried. I think one of my biggest worries, because one of my biggest worries that I thought was a fixable problem in the show in Boston was mm-hmm. the, the wife, wife character yep. and the fact that they replaced Jenna DeWall makes me feel like they, for some reason, blamed her um, for the downfall of that character, which was clearly downfall in writing. Yeah. Um, maybe treat um, that character like she's a human being and not a prop. Yeah. Or just like set dressing or just yeah. like an obstacle to overcome because that's not who that character is at fucking all. Right. Feminism. Yeah. So who knows? Finding Neverland. I count down the days. Keep Real fucking soon. Keep it all coming. 15 yeah. days till the first preview. Absolutely. A little two weeks yeah. till the first preview. Yeah. Can't wait. So Maybe exciting. I'll go to like second preview. I can't mm. go to first. Right. Mm. We'll see. Um, other Broadway news. Hamilton's transferring. Shocking. Thankfully, in July, I think they start. Summertime. Yeah. Someone tweeted to us and was like, Hamilton's transferring and Patty and Emily are going to review a show six months after ah. it opened. Or again, I mean, right. six months right. after they reviewed it. Has that ever happened before? And it has. Oh, really? Newsies. Newsies. Newsies opened in October. Ah. In um, paper mill, in paper mill, and then it opened in March. Ah, on the Broadway. Interesting. Yeah. So that's the second time. Yeah. Interesting. We saw it it in um in September, I think, Hmm. because it or I don't know. They only have like a month long run in paper mill, so it was like maybe. But didn't we go to like the invited dress? Yeah. Yeah. So like we saw the very beginning. But anyway. All right. Interesting. Yeah. Weird, right? Interesting. I'm curious to see if anything changes. Um, Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. I'm excited. I'm glad it's coming next season. I'm really, 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 really glad it's coming next season. I was so ready to be so angry if it transferred this season. I was still hoping and giving them the benefit of the doubt because it really didn't make sense. It really didn't make sense. It made no sense that they would have come. They knew that. And I I think even though it's a summer opening, which has not done well, because it's fairly soon after they close they want to keep the momentum right. going which makes sense um and i think it'll do it'll still do well i i think it is a testament to the show 
that when all this, you know, hype was going on mm-hmm. this past week, that when they were like, no, we're not coming this season, we're coming next season, we're opening in the summer, that everyone was like, yay, Hamilton's coming to Broadway, as opposed to every other time a show has said that they're opening in the yeah. summer, when we go, oh, honey, yeah. the summertime, yeah. you're going right. to floppity But flop, it makes flop. so much sense because you don't want, they don't want to lose that momentum, right? you know? And it'll only be like two months between when they close and when they open again. Right. So when they start performances, rather. Hmm. Um, the which interesting- is a little bit like if you're like switching theaters. Right. Yeah. I'm we'll see. I'm yeah. curious. Another a rumor is that the SpongeBob musical. Oh, which the like, SpongeBob musical. I don't know why I first heard that news and sort of scoffed at it. But then I had to sort of sit back and be like, well, that doesn't make any sense. Like, why would that be any more ridiculous than a Disney movie coming to Broadway or like mm. Shrek? And it really isn't. I was, There's, you know, baffled. No, I agree. I, I was like most baffled by it because I, the place I work at was where they did the work. They did a workshop right. of this show over the summertime. And I was like, Oh, that's interesting. They're workshopping SpongeBob SquarePants musicals so that they can put it on a cruise ship or an amusement park or something mm-hmm. like that. And then they were like Broadway. And I was like, yeah. I'm sorry, what? Cause I definitely, I thought that it was being developed for yeah. like, like a half hour production or yeah, something or like, like that. Or like a tour, like those yeah, you know, yeah, George tours right, or whatever. Not like a Broadway yeah, production. Yeah. I'm fascinated. Yeah. I hope they keep the original cast that did the workshop that was like Rebecca Naomi Jones and <laughs> Laura Molina yeah. and stuff like that. Um, we'll see. We'll see if it's happening. Oh, yeah. Maybe they'll like kick to New World stages or something. I don't know Oh, why. that would be a yeah. great spot for right? it. Right? Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why it doesn't make sense to me. I haven't seen it, so I'm sort of prejudging it for whatever reason. But if it comes, I guess it seems, I'll see it and be. And is SpongeBob SquarePants still it. like on new episodes on TV? It's still on. Oh. There's a, like a movie coming out, oh. or it already came. I guess out? in my mind, SpongeBob SquarePants is like not a super super popular thing mm. right now. That maybe it was very very popular. It had a moment, but I still think it's like it like peaked and sort of plateaued. But right. I don't know that it's. Like not cool it's anymore. It's not like Ren and Stimpy or something. Oh. Isn't Ren and Stimpy for adults? No, it was one of those weird cartoons that like should have been for adults, but it was so weird that kids were like, that was hilarious. And they like didn't oh. know how subversive it was. <laughs> it was a Nickelodeon. It was a Nicktoon. Oh. It was like on during the day. On I've only seen like a couple episodes of it in like you right. know, 15 years ago or yeah. something like that. But I was always like, oh, it's, it's really weird. It's bizarre. I mean, it's yeah, it's weird. <laughs> that's In like that's that like SpongeBob sometimes is really weird. Right. You're like I was gonna say, understand what these jokes are. Ren and Stimpy sort of struck me as being like Scooby Doo, where the kids are like ha ha ha, and the parents are like, oh, they're all stoned. Yeah, I'm just shaggy. Yeah, all right. <laughs> but and the yeah, dog. Yeah. yeah, that's true. The Scoob. dog. Let's the have them Scooby snacks. Scooby snacks. Yeah, Scooby marijuana. Well, the Scooby snacks weren't marijuana. The, but they had well, the you got the munchies. Right, 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 right. <laughs> got to eat something. Right. I mean, I guess they could have been edibles. I don't know. Um, that's how else would the dog get high? Yeah, that's true. We could blow in its nostrils. Oh, I wonder if that works. I don't know. Let's try. Where's your cat? <laughs> um. Oh, Megan Hilty is going to be on a is going to do a pilot mm. where she plays an a-, a Broadway actress. Oh my god! I don't think it's a musical. What? 
I, from the description I read, it sounded like her character being an actress was not the main focus of the show, which sounds like a mistake. Well, she's, oh, here's my favorite thing. This Playbill, this Playbill article starts with this sentence. Singing actress Megan Hilty. <laughs> All right. Why? What does that mean? I don't know. Why don't I they no just idea. say musical theater actress? It says her, um, she plays a former Broadway star in the show and her character Irene is forced to adjust to life as a suburban mom. Although she seems a little bit self-centered, she has a heart of gold. Aww. Wait, so is the show about her or is it, isn't it about like her family? Well, yeah, it sounds like a, right. like a pretty standard fish out of water sitcom. Right. Okay. I yeah. mean, I'll watch it if it gets picked up, pick yeah. it up, pick it up. We Network. That terrible Katie Finneran show we'll watch this which one she's had something about multiples. my children oh my, my, I, hate my I hate my teenage daughter, daughter. i did watch yeah. that show <laughs> katie finneran was fantastic on that absolutely garbage yep so for you those of you who are in the new york area and, uh, <laughs> and perhaps are free on thursday um the Honest Accomplice, which is the theater company that produced um, The Birds and the Bees Unabridged, which is the play that I um, have been performing in periodically. Um, is ha- We're having like a, a, we're running a Kickstarter and we're having a launch party this week. Um, and it's going to be super awesome and fun. And there's like raffle prizes and drink specials and stuff. I'm quite sure you do not have to be 21 to come to this. Um, but there will be alcohol there. <laughs> Woo! Woo! This uh, um, some of the prizes are from the Muse Hotel. Oh, I don't know what that is. Bindle and Keep. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Fifty four below. Oh. I don't know what that prize is, but I definitely am going to try and it's win it. Probably like care one of those like ticket vouchers. Walking. Great. Two tickets to any oh, number of these shows. Well, sure. Um, but yeah, um, I don't know if you guys know this, but our, the advisory board for Honest Accomplice that has just been, uh, you know, we've been announcing it slowly over the last couple of weeks. Um, but this is who we have on our, our advisory board that I can't even deal with. Gavin Creel. <gasps> William Ivy Long. <gasps> Schmazy winner. Greg Nobile. I'm not sure if that's how you pronounce his name. I'm sorry. Jordan Roth. Who? <laughs> Janine Tesori. <gasps> and Audra goddamn McDonald's. Audra. That's the fucking advisory Audra. board. I know. I know. I can neither confirm nor deny that any of these humans will be at this party. Right. I honestly don't know. Um, but you should probably just show up just in case. Yeah. It is <clears throat> it's a ten dollar suggested donation because we're poor and we need um money to yeah. um produce things sure um and it's at it's from 7 to 10 p.m at antler beer and wine dispensary which is at 123 allen street it's on the lower east side um and if you need more information you can go to the website which is honestaccomplice.org oh also obviously this show is on thursday march 5th which is the night that you are also going to go see Aaron and Emily at 54 Below. Yes. But here's the thing, guys. 
I am also seeing Aaron and Emily at 54 below at 7 p.m. The party is until 10 p.m. Right. I mean, like, officially until, until 10 p.m. I'm not going to get Might there until, like, 9. Night. So it's going to go, oh, yeah. I will be there until later. But, yeah, so clearly you can go see Aaron and Emily at 54 below and go to this mm-hmm. Kickstarter launch party and then donate money to our Kickstarter. Yeah. We did a ticket giveaway whoop, whoop. for the play Hunter Gatherers, and we have a winner. Winner, 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 winner. And that winner is Carmine at underscore Carm underscore Pine <laughs> underscore. Woo! Congratulations! Woo, 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 woo. You won tickets. That's fantastic. We'll follow you on Twitter and you can DM us your email and we will get you the ticket voucher whoop, whoop, whoop. for Hunter Gatherers. And if you didn't win, uh, go see it. Buy tickets. Yeah. Buy those tickets. Ha ha ha. Carolee, 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 Carolee. Update. Carolee Carmelo update this week. Oh, okay. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> so I got a Google alert <clears throat> for a um a discussion on the Today Show website. Oh. A discussion was started. I didn't know that the Today Show apparently has like discussion boards Makes sense. you can participate in. But somebody started the discussion. That's just, it has no responses to it, but I'm going to change that. Um, It just says, best wishes to Tony nominee Carolee Carmelo. And it's dated February 25th, 2015. What? That's all that it says. (laughs) Why? What was happening on February 25th? I don't know. Is that when Tuck closed? No, this no. year, 2015. This was no, like no. a tuck, 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 oh, tuck. Oh, no, was, I'm sorry. It clo- uh, That closed that on the 22nd. was the 22nd, right? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that was ne- last Wednesday. Why? If anyone wants to, to get into the discussion on the Today Show website. I just commented on the thread and I said, congratulations. What are we congratulating her for? <laughs> I don't know. You know, I do love, though, that, like, the Today Show, I get Google alerts from the Today Show well, every sure. time Carolee gets cast in yeah. something because they'll post something on the Today They're Show like, website scandalous. being like, congratulations, scandalous oh. star Carolee Carmelo is doing a show. That's amazing. I love that. Yep. Today Show. So I'm the only person that's commented on this thread now, and I just said congratulations. That's a good one. That's a good Carolee update. <laughs> also, she's beautiful. That's, That's no update. I'm, I have to say it every week now. <laughs> I've set a precedent. It's true. It's true. It's true. Now it's time for the Laura Benanti tweet of the week. Okay, guys, this is a good one. Laura Benanti tweeted on February 25th. Haha, the same day. <laughs> Maybe she also created that thread. <laughs> I, I choose to believe that Laura Benanti created that thread on the Today Show website about congratulations, Tony nominee, Carolee Best Carmelo. wishes. Best wishes. Is she getting married? That's what you, that's what you say to a Best bride. Best wishes. Yeah. That's specific. Um, she, Laura Benanti said, a watch tweet never RTs, mm. which is brilliant. It is. Very brilliant. Also, it has 53 re- retweets. Yes. Well done, Laura. girl. God, she's so funny. She's a smart lady. That's our show. Until next week, you can follow us on Twitter at at Patty, the letter N, Emily, Patty, N, Emily. You can follow us individually at Patty with Y and at Emily Faye Oakley and find us anywhere else on the internet by searching Patty and Emily. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, rate us and leave us a comment and we'll read it on the show. Send us your topic suggestions, questions, dreamcasts, etc. And in the meantime, go go see live theater. theater.